Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Um, hopefully, you guys, great week thus far. Um, recording this on a Wednesday evening, uh, post uh, joint practice with the Bucks, I attended. Um, it was good stuff, uh, as usual. The Jets do a great job putting it together, and you know the fans always make it out. A uh, bunch of fans there. It's packed as always uh, this year. And, you know, just a few takeaways I wanted to start with um, from that joint practice. But first, uh, obviously, the news of Dalvin Cook signing is, you know, all over social media. He was at practice today um, against the Bucks. Obviously, Justin Street closed on the side there. Um, he'll likely practice next week. Uh, he still needs to do some conditioning. He's having, the you know, the birth of his firstborn as well. So um, he's going to fly back down to Florida there uh, once he comes back up. Uh, they'll get him acclimated, and he'll be ready to go, uh, ready to roll on uh, Jets training camp. But um, one more thing on Dalvin Cook. The contract details did come out today um, on what he signed for, of course. I believe it was uh, Pro Football Talk. They came out with the uh, the contract details first. So it's one year, um, $1.08 million in guaranteed cash, um, a weekly roster bonus um, for being active on the 43. 43- 46-man roster, which is the game day roster, um, is $1.2 million in total. Weekly bonuses for being on a 53-man roster, IR or PUP list, is $4.72 million in total guarantees. Um, total base package, that makes it $7 million. So it's basically a $7 million guaranteed deal um, for Dalvin Cook. Uh, you know, albeit, you know, an injury can obviously kick that number down a bit, but um, he, it's a $7 million guaranteed deal, um, and he can earn $1.62 million with incentives. So in total, it's a $8.62 million deal uh, that includes incentives. So, you know, Dalvin Cook, a really good player, right? Um, I don't want to jump too much into it because obviously this podcast is getting recorded on a Wednesday. He signed on Monday, I believe, so a few days late here. Um, but it's still worth talking about. Obviously, it's still worth touching on as Dalvin Cook is a big addition to this backfield, um, especially if Brees Hall is not going to be Brees Hall for the first couple weeks. I think Dalvin Cook can kind of just step in here and be uh, your 1A for the time being, and then when Brees comes back, he takes back over that backfield. As it looks like the Jets have already reiterated to Brees, kind of going through Connor Hughes on this one. Um, They said to, you know, Brees, that it's still your backfield. Um, You're still the guy once you're 100%. Uh, Brees Hall, obviously coming back from an ACL tear uh, that he suffered in the Broncos game of last year. Uh, He's coming back uh, activated from the pup list in team drills. Uh, Not in team drills yet, actually. He participated in the walkthrough um, and then individual drills uh, today as well. No team drills yet for Brees Hall. Uh, Those those may come next week, as Sala pointed out. Um, but he's getting acclimated pretty quickly. Uh, you know, the GPS uh, clocked him in at, I believe, 23 miles per hour um, on the tread. So he, he's doing well. Um, he's back on the field with the team, which is good to see. He was out there walking around today uh, with the Bruges chant um, from the crowd as well as it was a public practice. Um, and, yeah, it, it's pretty exciting uh, to see Brees Hall back in the fold. Dalvin Cook coming aboard uh, the backfield really, really starting to take shape. Um, and with that taking shape, you know, you have a few decisions to make in terms of Michael Carter, Zoneman Knight, Izzy, um, you know, who, who's going to be the odd man out here because you don't expect them to carry five backs, uh, possibly four, um, trying to sash another player, possibly on the practice squad. Um, I don't think you're going to get 
a guy like Carter. I'm not even sure if he's going to be eligible for the squad, but um, he'll likely get picked up or traded if the Jets were to part ways with him. But it's an interesting battle going on there, right? It's going to be interesting to watch, definitely heading into this Week 3 game um, against the Buccaneers on Saturday uh, at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, you know, who takes the cake at running back, you know, three, right? It's going to be Bruce Hall, Dalvin Cook, and then who's that third guy? Is it Michael Carter? Is it Zonovan Knight? Does Izzy come aboard? He's not going to get cut or traded, Izzy. He's obviously going to be on the team. They just drafted him this past year, so he'll be, his roster spot is, you know, basically all but locked um, as they, you know, begin to make these decisions because obviously, as you guys know, it's a one-day cut day, so uh, they cut the roster from 90 to 53. Uh, it's no longer, you know, 90 to 80 to 75. You know what I mean? It's it's more of a uh, drastic um, drastic cut. So they, they have, you know, decisions to make in, in not so little time, right? I mean, they have two weeks about until those cuts need to be finalized. Um, and then, you know, it's on to week one. So uh, you're looking now, and this is, this is kind of crunch time, dog days of summer. Guys like Jason Brownlee, Malik Taylor trying to make the roster. Um, this is where you really have to shine, and this is where you really have to try to make a name for yourself um, as we head pretty deep into August. So, I mean, this joint practice today, um, pretty hot, pretty humid. Uh, definitely felt the dog days of summer here with the many skirmishes that happened today. Um, little update here on Tony Oden. Um, who also went down uh, due to some friendly fire on a skirmish uh, that occurred uh, later in practice. I think he just got hit um, by one of the players. He was sent to the hospital as a precaution. DB's coach, Tony Oden, but he he's good to go. It seems like he's uh, he's going to be okay, So which is really good. Uh, just wanted to provide a, provide a quick update from Salah there. Um, and then other injuries that were reported from Salah today, Lakin Tomlinson um, dealing with something in his leg. Uh did not participate in drills today at all. Uh, the left guard, Lakin Tomlinson, so, so he's uh, currently sidelined. Um, I think Salah called it day-to-day, so we'll see if he's back. Um, hopefully early next week is the hope. Um, obviously, he's probably not going to play in Saturday's game or practice tomorrow, so um, we will see how that develops. Hopefully, he's back sooner rather than later because this offensive line needs some continuity, man. It's just like being a practice, you could definitely tell that they do not you know, not played together too much uh, in terms of just the constant rotating at center um, and tackle. It's it's kind of just to a point where you have to start getting a final five in um, to just practice with each other. I, I feel like this is almost an every year thing with the Jets where they always just form their line the last week or two of the off season, And it's kind of just like, okay, this is what we're going to roll with. But it it's kind of like none of these guys actually work with each other for the whole summer. Um, so you kind of just put your line together and hope it hope it gels, right? Um, that's kind of where the Jets are at. Um, and obviously Aaron Rodgers downplaying it a little bit in his press conference saying, you know, no time to panic yet. I agree. I don't think it's actually time to panic. I think you have a little bit until you have to finalize the final five on the roster um, in terms of the offensive line. And obviously Salah wants to play the best five. So, I mean, who's your best five offensive lineman right now? I'm saying it's Dwayne Brown, Lakin Tomlinson, Connor McGovern, Elijah Vera Tucker. Um, and then I think you have to get Makai Becton in there, man. I think you have to try to get him starting uh, at the right tackle spot um, if you can. I know Solid pointed out today that Becton's going to start taking reps at that right tackle spot moving forward um, to try to get him acclimated, uh, see if he could be a fit, I guess. Uh, you know, the most talented Probably the most talented high upside lineman on the roster, aside from AVT. Um, 
I would honestly put him higher than AVT in terms of ceiling. I feel like Makai just has such a high ceiling. He could be, you know, we were talking about him. Obviously, this is, you know, take my words with a grain of salt here as he's been on and off the field the past couple of years. But we were talking on, you know, Hall of Fame caliber player, right, in terms of talent. And I don't think that's, I, I still don't think that's untrue, right? I think Makai Becton is, you know, a really talented player who who can be a really, really good tackle in this league for a really long time if he was to stay healthy, um, if he was to get his career back on track. Um, and I think it's very possible. And I think the Jets look at him as an asset. I don't think they look at him as a great asset. I, I think they look at him as a true asset to this team who needs to be on this team heading into September because not only is their tackle depth low, um, but they don't have many reliable guys. Dwayne Brown obviously coming off a huge, huge, huge injury um, from last season that he played through, um, got surgery in the offseason, still just sidelined on the pup list. Hopefully he's activated in the coming days as well. Um, we definitely need Dwayne Brown back uh, kind of anchoring that left side. But um, as of right now, you're kind of looking at a line of Billy Turner at left tackle. Um, I believe it was Joe Tipman who got snaps at left guard today. Um, Tipman obviously, obviously working at center for the majority of the offseason has looked good. Um, in the preseason games that he's played in and the snaps that he's been given, but I think Rodgers is opting for more of a veteran look at center early in the season. That could change. I know Tittman got first-team reps um, yesterday, so who knows. But as of right now, I think the line is looking like in training camp. Billy Turner at left tackle. Um, Joe Tittman at left guard. This was today. Center Connor McGovern. Um, right guard, I believe, was... Um, I, don't have to say, I think it was Schweitzer, and then right tackle is Max Mitchell. So that is a very makeshift, uh, you know, offensive line at this point, right? I feel like, you know, four or five of those guys, you know, won't be in those spots. You know what I mean? Like maybe, maybe five, who knows? Maybe maybe five out of five might get switched around on the opening day roster at offensive line. Who knows? It, it's crazy right now. It's in flux. Um, so you kind of have to hope that they can get that solidified in the coming weeks because it just didn't look good against the Bucks today. It just didn't look good enough against a pretty good front. And I know the Jets play against their defensive line every day with Coda Williams, Jermaine Johnson, Carl Lawson, all those guys who are superbly talented on one of the best defensive lines in football. It's different, you know, playing against another team. And I think the Panthers last week showed them that, that, you know, they're not quite there in terms of offensive line um, stability. And, you know, solidifying that unit is you know, more than important, right? Heading into a season that you have a high expectations, you know, you have Aaron Rodgers under center. So this is not a guy who you can kind of mess around with in terms of injury or anything like that, knock on wood. Um, So you have to keep him protected. You have to keep him on his feet. Um, So that's why, you know, solidifying this offensive line, man, is super important um, heading into the next couple of weeks. And I'm going to see We're all going to see, you know, heading into more training camp practices in the preseason if they can kind of get some guys in solidified and, you know, where they're going to play, right? Because they have three guys injured right now who are likely going to be, you know, opening day starters on the offensive line in ABT, Lakin, um, and Dwayne Brown. So you kind of have to hope hope this gets figured out soon so they can get some continuity together before the regular season. Um, But yeah, with that said, uh, my offensive line rant is concluded as of right now. Next week, I can... I can provide no promises in uh, another rant happening, but um, next week is next week. But as of right now, um, 
I didn't want to touch on too much more. Uh, I feel like these episodes have been going 15, 16 minutes, so I like the like that length, maybe a little shorter, uh, so you guys can get through it and get about your day. But um, I do really appreciate everyone sticking around for this episode of the Game Plan Pod. If you have not already, make sure you follow my Instagram at New Jets Game Plan, um, Threads account at New Jets Game Plan as well. If you still use that. Um, and Twitter uh, is New York Jets game plan as well. So really appreciate all you guys. Um, The support on the page and podcast has been incredible, to say the least. So I will see you next week, um, definitely for another one of these and, and more content coming your way.